He is with the Direct Selling Association of South Africa. Not only is South African, but the entire African continent as a whole is facing one of the worst economic crises in recent history due to the COVID-19 pandemic. I think the entire world is at uh, odds with this at the moment. Uh, several countries have closed their borders, and similarly, uh, South Africa has announced lockdowns. The fact is that it is inescapable, and that life after COVID-19 will be a much different type that we've seen. Um, everything changes after this. With South Africa having been uh, downgraded by the credit agencies to junk status, many will have to look for new employment opportunities. But while in this situation, the Direct Selling Association of South Africa has warned the public to avoid taking financial risks during this uncertain time. And we are going to be speaking to the chairman, who is uh, Mr. Rajesh Pershotam. Good morning, Anissa, and greetings to all the listeners. All right. So, um, you know, we've got uh, lots of things happening. Uh, We're seeing lots of uh, get-rich-quick scams and everybody else telling us how to be careful. Should everyone, you know, sudden influx of phone calls or cell phone uh, messages, all of these things coming through. Um, telling us that, you know, this bank is doing that or this, uh, you can get money here. And, and everybody is obviously paying attention to this kind of thing. Um, because of the coronavirus pandemic putting us in a situation that's worsened the economic climate within South Africa, um, should people just be clicking on these links um, to be able to get some sort of uh, um, the promise that these people are get, giving us out there? Yeah, that's such an important question. And actually, I heard your previous listener, our previous um, presenter speak about um, the fact that everyone's getting these links and we should all stay away from it. I think, you know, now more than ever, we all need to exercise extreme caution, um, especially during these tough and challenging times. We recognize the fact that people are desperate. um, Everyone's trying to feed their families. And uh, but on the other side, what we know is that the so-called opportunists are going to be intensifying their efforts to exploit innocent people for their hard-earned money. And um, now is the time to be financially prudent. We need to be very careful about the decisions we, we're making and, and, but frankly, refrain from pursuing any untested financial opportunities, um, which mm-hmm. includes the links and phone calls that you're getting. I think you, it's imperative that you do your homework, research the company and the opportunity being presented. Um, if possible, check if they align to a regulator. Um, I think... You know, for us as a DSA, we've certainly seen in the recent past, we've been receiving numerous inquiries from the public at large needing to verify if um, companies are part of the DSA. And this is something I'm really encouraged by and uh, commend that type of behavior. And this is exactly what we need to see. I think the most important thing is don't panic during this time. We need to remain calm so that we take the right decision for ourselves and our families. Or mm-hmm. else it's gonna, it's really gonna cost. And, and in most instances, this is life savings we're talking about that people are putting at risk. Absolutely. So how challenging is the time after COVID-19 and the lockdown going to be for South Africans? Um, you know, there have been estimates that between a million to four million people stand to become jobless. Nisa, you raise such an important question here. Whilst we, we really don't know and fully understand the true impact of COVID-19, we know for certain that there's going to be job losses. And if not job losses, there's going to be decrease in household incomes. We, we're just not clear to what extent, right? The challenge we have in SA is that we entered this crisis on a complete back foot because our economy was already at its worst, as you said, mm-hmm. status. And so any form of recovery that we talk about post this crisis is going to take a long time, if not years. We, the reality is we're going to have to rebuild this economy. And, um, you know, for us, it's a key focus to ensure 
that our rebuild effort contributes to a sustainable economy is to invest and make sure that we develop in small business and micro enterprise who are self-sustaining. Because we know that, you know, in most cases, each small business has the potential to employ anything from one to up to, let's say, 15 to 20 employees. You take the DSA as an example. It's a great, great model that has stood the test of time. And today we know that there are approximately a million households who are actively pursuing their own business, either on a part-time or full-time basis. And we need more in- independent entrepreneurs to flourish and succeed um, as we get past this, this COVID stage, which is going to be with us for a long while. Mm. So with so many South Africans forced to work from home during this time, we can expect that it's going to become um, the norm, uh, you know, rather than the exception. And is this not the ideal time to think about how people can be generating an income to- through direct selling? Uh, absolutely. I think the, the situation we find ourselves in is a real one and the impact is going to be felt by everyone. I mean, it's irrespective of your industry or even the job you hold. Um, companies are not going to be able to return to business as usual. We've all heard this. And, um, you know, certainly once we get on the other side of COVID, things are going to be different. For me, I would mm-hmm. say that it is absolutely non-negotiable that people need to start thinking about supplementing their income. You know, a wise person once said that the well before you need the water and how relevant is that today we see so many families who are just negatively impacted and are having to to turn to banks and other institutions for financial support just to get by and meet their daily expenses for themselves and their families this is not sustainable we know this and i think we must start to diversify our income especially where a hundred percent of your income is derived from one source and in most of our cases it's our jobs right And so we need to take control. We need to create our own economies. And, you know, when I look at the direct selling industry, it offers exactly that. It's it's a very low cost of entry with no barriers to entry. You don't need any any education uh, background, any qualifications. Your ethnicity doesn't matter. Your age don't matter. Everybody starts at the same place. And um, our member companies invest millions of rands in training and skills development of our distributors. And ultimately, you decide whether you want to invest a few hours a week or you make a career out of the opportunity. And I think it's industries such as ours as the direct selling that offers that solution to diversify and certainly mitigate that risk. Um, Or else things are going to be beat up for a long, long while. Mm -hmm. So what is the DSA's role in ensuring that, um, you know, all new direct selling companies are not only operating within the laws of the country, but also that these companies are sustainable, that they are ethically and professionally sound as well. So the DSA as an association is an industry self-regulator, and um, especially to your question around new direct selling companies, we we put them through, especially those who apply for new membership, we put them through a rigorous 12-month compliance process to ensure that they are sustainable as well as ethically and professionally sound. I think. Um, you know, uh, local and international member companies, of which close to 30 belong to our DSA, they have to comply to the country's laws before they can be upgraded from probationary member to full member status. And so our code is really solid. It's well entrenched um, into 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 what the DSA stands for. And I'll also say that the, the actual association that I'm representing here this morning um, has also got to comply with the global federation of DSA associations. And there's a code that's there as well. So very progressive in terms of uh, ensuring that there's, there's proper compliance and that companies and the distributors of companies are operating ethically. That's the role mm-hmm. we play. 
All right. So recently I've noticed or I've been reading that um, uh, a lot of uh, experts are saying that social distancing is going to stay with us for some time to come. In fact, they said even until 2022. So how can the public make sure that they can trust companies trying to persuade them to part with their money during this time? Um, you know, because like we said, uh, online selling, uh, you know, other platforms are going to open up now. People becoming more creative, innovative during this time. Yeah, so I think, you know, the most important thing for me is, is do your homework and research the company. You know, if it's if it's within the direct selling industry space as the first step, confirm if they're a member of the DSA. You know, visit our, our website, it's dsasa.co.za, and uh, you'll be able to see a list of all our member companies, and from that you'll be able to confirm if they are a member. And remember what I said, if they are listed as a member, they've obviously been through the process of compliance. And so you'd be all good and know that you can continue to pursue that opportunity. However, if they're not a member and if it's not linked to the direct selling um, industry, it's important you do your due diligence. And, you know, I think some things to look out for and some factors to consider is, you know, are they a registered company? Do they have registered offices? In, in South Africa, um, you know, if it's if it's a company purporting to be a direct selling um, company but not listed on our website, then I think you want to do a bit of further investigation in terms of the their business model and things like how do they pay out the commissions, the bonuses, the incentive payments. Is it paid out on the actual sale of products and services that that's being offered, or is it you know what is it paid out on? Um, so I think these are some of the things that certainly uh, people need to be cognizant of and really um, express prudence um, in regards to that. All right. So what advice would you give to people who see an opportunity in direct selling uh, if they've lost their jobs and uh, or taken a salary cut and maybe want to go that route? Yeah, it's a great question. I think, you know, the first thing is be sold out to yourself and your family. You know, I encourage you to be discipline and invest the hours in building your business if you've decided to to venture out into into owning your own business through direct selling and um, i'm always fascinated at how people are so committed to their jobs as they should be but when they embrace an opportunity to earn some extra income many do so half-heartedly and give up too soon and um, when this happens i can almost guarantee that you won't experience any real levels of success and this takes work and effort, but um, we know we know that the rewards are worth every bit of the effort. And the more effort you're going to put in and focus you're going to put in, the greater the reward. I think the other important thing that I'd leave the listeners with is think long term and, and give yourself a fair chance of success because you deserve it. And, mm, yeah. um, you know, lastly, um, learn to dream again because we need to set personal goals and aspirations. And I think this is where so many people falter. But. And yet this is where we get our inspiration and energy from. Um, so let's just get back to some of those basics and fundamentals and use this opportunity of lockdown to do that.